Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might be coming our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace and merchandise for you and your family. You can also find out ways that I can be helpful to you and your family as well. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a new American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. It is a treasure for your home. I highly recommend them, absolutely. And you can get one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like to at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 170, and if you have just found the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And you can absolutely just start right here, and I absolutely do not recommend that you wait until January 1st to get started. So you're here, you found it, maybe someone told you about it, maybe you just came across it. Either way, this is a great day. For you to get started. So you can continue from here, go to the end of the year, and then pick up on all the other episodes if you'd like to before now to be let that be your experience. Or you can absolutely just stop this episode right here and go to the day one episode. It's there, it's ready, and you can start reading the Bible today. <laughs> right? Okay, that is amazing. So go ahead and get started, and I'm so glad you're here. If you have been here since the beginning fantastic. This has been an incredible experience, and we're going to continue to experience wonderful transformation. We are, you know, we are transforming right now. The Word is transforming us, and it is a beautiful thing, right? It's incredible. So thank you so much for being here and for sharing this with others in your life. Well, today we are going to be reading Isaiah 20 through 22 and 1 Corinthians Isaiah chapter 20, prophecy about Egypt and Ethiopia. In the year that the commander came to Ashad, when Sargon, the king of Assyria, sent him and he fought against Ashdod and captured it, at that time the Lord spoke through Isaiah, the son of Amos, saying, Go and loosen the the sackcloth from your hips and take your shoes off your feet. And he did so, going naked and barefoot. And the Lord said, Even as my servant Isaiah has gone naked and barefoot three years as a sign and token against Egypt and Cush, so the king of Assyria will lead away the captives of Egypt and the exiles of Cush, young and old, naked and barefoot, with buttocks uncovered, to the shame of Egypt. Then they will be dismayed and ashamed because of Cush, their hope, and Egypt, their boast." So the inhabitants of this coastland will say in that day, Behold, such is our hope, where we fled for help to be delivered from the king of Assyria, and we, how shall we escape? 
God commands that Babylon be taken. Chapter 21. The oracle concerning the wilderness of the sea. As windstorms in the Negev sweep on, it comes from the wilderness from a terrifying land. A harsh vision has been shown to me. The treacherous one still deals treacherously, and the destroyer still destroys. Go up, Elam, lay siege, Media. I have made an end of all the groaning she has caused. For this reason, my loins are full of anguish. Pains have seized me like the pains of a woman in labor. I am so bewildered I cannot hear, so terrified I cannot see. My mind reels horror, overwhelms me. The twilight I longed for has been turned for me into trembling. They set the table, they spread out the cloth, they eat, they drink. Rise up, captains, oil the shields. For thus the Lord says to me, Go station the lookout, let him report what he sees. When he sees riders, horsemen in pairs, a train of donkeys, a train of camels, let him pay close attention, very close attention. Then the lookout called, O Lord, I stand continually by day on the watchtower, and I am stationed every night at my guard post. Now behold, here comes a troop of riders, horsemen in pairs. And one said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon, and all the images of her gods are shattered on the ground. O my threshed people and my afflicted of the threshing floor, what I have heard from the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I make known to you. Oracles about Edom and Arabia. The oracle concerning Edom, one keeps calling to me from Seir. Watchman, how far gone is the night? Watchman, how far gone is the night? The watchman says, morning comes, but also night. If you would inquire, inquire, come back again. The oracle about Arabia, in the thickets of Arabia you must spend the night. O caravans of Dedanites, bring water for the thirsty. O inhabitants of the land of Tema, meet the fugitive with bread. For they have fled from the swords, from the drawn sword, and from the bent bow, and from the press of battle. For thus the Lord said to me, in a year as a hired man would count it, all the splendor of Kedar will terminate, and the remainder of the number of bowmen, the mighty men of the sons of Kedar, will be few, for the Lord God of Israel has spoken. The Valley of Vision, Chapter 22 The Oracle Concerning the Valley of Vision What is the matter with you now that you have all gone up to the housetops? You who were full of noise, you boisterous town, you exultant city, your slain were not slain with the sword, nor did they die in battle. All your rulers have fled together and have been captured without the bow. All of you who were found were taken captive together, though they had fled far away. Therefore I say, turn your eyes away from me. Let me weep bitterly. Do not try to to comfort me concerning the destruction of the daughter of my people. For the Lord God of hosts has a day of panic, subjugation, and confusion. In the valley of vision, a breaking down of walls and a crying to the mountain. Elam took up the quiver with the chariots, infantry, and horsemen, and Kerr uncovered the shield. Then your choicest valleys were full of chariots, and the horsemen took up fixed positions at the gate. And he removed the defense of Judah. In that day you depended on the weapons of the house of the forest, and you saw the breaches. And the wall of the city of David were many, and you collected the waters of the lower pool. Then you counted the houses of Jerusalem, and tore down houses to fortify the wall. And you made a reservoir between the two walls, for the waters of the old pool, but you did not depend on him who made it. 
nor did you take into consideration him who planned it long ago. Therefore, in that day, the Lord God of hosts called you to weeping, to wailing, to shaving the head, and to wearing sackcloth. Instead, there is gaiety and gladness, killing of cattle and slaughtering of sheep, eating of meat and drinking of wine. Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we may die. But the Lord of hosts revealed himself to me. Surely this iniquity shall not be forgiven you. Until you die, says the Lord God of hosts. Thus says the Lord God of hosts, Come, go to this steward, to Shebna, who is in charge of the royal household. What right do you have here? And whom do you have here? That you have hewn a tomb for yourself here. You who hew a tomb on the height, you who carve a resting place for yourself in the rock, behold, the Lord is about to hurl you headlong, O man, and he is about to grasp you firmly and roll you tightly like a ball to be cast into a vast country. There you will die, and there your splendid chariots will be, you shame of your master's house. I will depose you from your office, and I will pull you down from your station. Then it will come about in that day that I will summon my servant Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, and I will clothe him with your tunic and tie your sash securely around him. I will entrust him with your authority, and he will become a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Then I will set the key of the house of David on his shoulder. When he opens, no one will shut. When he shuts, no one will open. I will drive him like a peg in a firm place, and he will become a throne of glory to his father's house. So they will hang on him all the glory of his father's house, offspring and issue, all the least of vessels from bowls to all of the jars. In that day, declares the Lord of hosts, the peg driven in a firm place will give way. It will even break off and fall, and the load hanging on it will be cut off, and the Lord, for the Lord has spoken. First Corinthians chapter 2, Paul's Reliance Upon the Spirit And when I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling, and my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. Yet we do speak wisdom among those who are mature, a wisdom, however, not of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are passing away. But we speak God's wisdom in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God predestined before the ages to our glory, the wisdom which none of the rulers of this age has understood. For if they had understood it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But just as it is written, things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard, and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us, God revealed them through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. 
which things we also speak not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually appraised. But he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one. For who has known the man, the mind of the Lord, that he, that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. And those are our readings today. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Yes, we do. And thank you. Thank you, Lord. This is such a fascinating um, thing for us to understand. The battle of the mind. It's so important. The enemy, that is his battleground. Our mind. How precious our mind is. And how easily it can be influenced, taken over, taken down, turned, confused. It's incredible. And once we really understand that we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. That is very powerful. Very powerful. (laughs) I mean, it really is kind of like, wow. I mean, this is so such an awesome chapter here. Um, and so important for us to understand the Holy Spirit isn't um, talked about enough. Uh, the spiritual warfare that we are experiencing on an unbelievable scale um, is not talked about enough in churches for us to understand. It really seems to be very, um, uh, let's see, unapproachable, too mysterious, mystical, too... Uh, far away from us to understand, but if we have been given the mind of Christ, then we should absolutely be understanding the reality of the attack of our minds by the enemy. And it's just, it's unfortunate that a lot of us don't know this. And I was one of them, absolutely, until you know, the last few years, I was like, wait, what? Like, that's, that's spiritual warfare, huh? You know, or it's just like, let's see, like doubt, for example, doubt, spiritual warfare, it's the enemy being like, hey, you're getting, you're getting too uh, confident in, in the Holy Spirit, honey, you are getting way too confident knowing that you know, you have the mind of Christ and Jesus, you walk with Jesus and, but no, you're getting way too, way too confident over there. So I'm just going to go ahead and douse you with this. I'm just going to go ahead and create, you know, thoughts in your mind that will bring you back to, 
my reality. This, uh, this is as if the enemy, Satan, were talking. It's incredible. Once you understand that and you can call it out so quickly, then we can just say, uh, no, Satan, get behind me. I have Jesus behind me, God in front of me, and the Holy Spirit. So you are not welcome here. You, there's no room. There's no room for you. And boom, gone. Mind is clear. It's incredible. I highly encourage you, and I highly encourage you to speak out loud when you notice a shift within your mind and your thoughts. You're like, wait a second, I was actually feeling pretty good, you know, yesterday, a couple hours ago, whatever it may be. It just means that, you know, you were caught off guard, and the enemy was like, oh, I can come in there now. Okay. And you just, it's, it becomes kind of a part of daily life. And I don't say that to scare you or any of those things, but just so that you can be aware that sometimes things can't be explained, like at a doctor's office or, um, and I'm not saying that doctors aren't helpful. That's not what I'm saying at all. I mean, ranging from all types of doctors, medical to holistic, right? Um, you know, I'm not saying that they're not helpful, but there really are some things that cannot be explained and they don't belong in that industry. And spiritual warfare is is definitely one indeed. So if you are in need of prayer or anything like that, um, you know, you can absolutely send me an email. I'd be happy to pray with you. Um, it's just so important that we come together and support each other as much as we can. And if a prayer for you or your family, a family member or a friend or someone in your life can be helpful, absolutely, right? Um, prayers are very powerful, and we can declare who we are, that we have the mind of Christ, that we have the Holy Spirit within us, and that, no, like Satan, get out, and all of his minions, get out, right? It's powerful. It's really powerful, and it is it is our um, it's our weaponry, and it absolutely works. It's amazing. Thank you, Lord. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for equipping us, especially with the mind of Christ. I mean, wow. Thank you. It it really is. It brings pause and humility. Thank you for choosing me and other listeners here to have the mind of Christ and the Holy Spirit within our hearts and souls to battle against the enemy of this world and all of the agendas and um, distractions that he has in this world. Thank you for equipping us. And may may we up our our game, may we up our training, so to speak, in learning how to wield our weapons, especially the weapon of of the sword of the word. Help us to fine-tune that, to have those spiritual thoughts and words ready and available when we recognize that we have been attacked within our minds. Help us to recognize it, Lord. Help us to really open up to this truth that you have equipped us for. 
there, why would you equip us for this type of battle if it wasn't something that we needed to be ready for? So thank you. Help us to be willing to share this with others, the truth. Help us to have conversations with others who are struggling physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Help us to have the courage to point them to this this, uh, chapter in 1 Corinthians so that they can understand that as believers, we have the mind of Christ. Thank you so much. I mean, wow, what, what, what you have given us is, oh, it's incredible. We say this in Jesus' name, amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. I hope that it empowered you, and I hope that it um, lifted your spirit, right? Recognize what's going on, and tell Satan to get behind you. Jesus has you, and we thank God for that. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.